again. This is Pastor Dan with your midweek encouragement for March 16th, 2022. Our theme scripture is from 1 John 5, 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. Puffy black and gray clouds dangled low over the landscape while civil defense sirens sounded across the country. Children jabbered nervously as their little legs struggled to keep up with the faithful teachers who guided them through the corridors toward the tornado shelter downstairs. Members of the office staff stood in their doorways smiling and reassuring the preschoolers and the man whose beard resembled the clouds outside spoke repeatedly, saying, It's going to be okay. I'm proud of you. Practicing helps us to do what we need to do when there's an actual emergency. It was Severe Weather Awareness Week, and the statewide practice drill was underway. Coincidentally, a stray, harmless rain shower passed over the church, adding an air of gloom to the balmy spring day. I was the man with the stormy beard and the sunny scalp that was no longer sheltered by its once wavy, thick mane. As a father and grandfather, I am helplessly inclined to feel tender compassion for the little ones who learn and grow in the church's preschool wing. It's been a year of firsts for many of the children as they left home and family to venture into the care of kindly and skilled teachers. They've learned to trust that moms, dads, grandparents, and other caregivers who left them behind will return in a little while. The children learned more about being independent and to rely upon relationships they had built in the larger society. Joy, discipline, exploration, and boundaries expanded throughout the months, but occasionally thunderclaps, fire drills, and now a tornado drill led to a moment of fear and uncertainty. That's why we stand in our doorways, offering smiles and reassuring words. We hope the children will learn there are angels all around them, especially in times of trouble. A notification on my watch startled me after being so immersed in the children's world, and I remembered an important appointment that required me to gather some things and dart out the door. I was set to lead worship in the retirement community across the street. I found no one present when I breezed into the chapel and wondered if I'd gotten my date wrong. Within a few minutes, residents slowly made their way into the worship space. I'd failed to consider that they too had experienced the tornado drill. The contrast between what I came from and where I'd arrived was striking and a little amusing. The seasoned saints in the chapel seemed more perturbed than anything else. Also, a few of them thought it really was a tornado. There was mild aggravation about having their routines upset by anything as unlikely as a tornado striking their home, and it made them take a moment to do something out of the ordinary. Not that they didn't appreciate the care and consideration of the staff, only that they'd been there and done that many times. Since I hadn't prepared as well as usual and people kept trickling in, I conducted a Bible study in prayer time rather than a structured worship service. 
I still glean so much wisdom from seasoned saints, even as I grow closer to their state of citizenship. I quickly discovered that threats to their personal comfort and safety don't frighten them nearly as much as those presented to their children and their children's children and their children. My senior friends enjoyed hearing about the drill across the road and the little ones' responses. They imagined themselves comforting preschoolers with wizened, smiling faces, too. Another interesting thing about growing older, it seems, is that one must learn to trust experts who are often much younger, like doctors, nurses, caregivers, lawyers, and pastors. After a lifetime of teaching and leading their juniors, older folks must now depend upon them. As their visiting pastor, I assumed such a role and reminded them of the Bible's promises and reviewed Jesus' prophecies in the Gospel of Matthew and in the Revelation. A lifelong learner with a passion for history and sociology, I reminded them of the last century through which they'd lived most of their lives, how their parents and grandparents told them about hard times, fearful trials, peace and prosperity. We grieve the realities of the news today and recognize their implications for our beloved descendants. The veterans acknowledge the high cost of suffering through endless cycles of war, pestilence, famine, and decadence. It seems like an inevitable resurgence of evil and its reign. Each global disaster is far worse than the last, and those who witness it think it the, must be the end of time until it's all over and the survivors are still here. In that Bible study with my elders and in our daily lives, we must cling to the person of Jesus Christ, just as despair struggles against our better nature. Jesus is the one who can truly say, I've been there and I've done that plenty of times. He can kneel in the corridors of our panic, anxiety, and fearful frustration and say, I'm proud of you. You're okay so far. It's good to practice now so that you're ready later. Jesus gave us a way of faith built upon faithful, courageous firsts of our lives, even into our old age. Over the years, we've learned to trust kindly and skilled teachers. We've learned to trust the Savior and Lord who left us behind and that he is still planning to come back in a little while. He has imparted his spirit to us so that we never feel altogether alone. Even as we become more and more independent, we learn to rely upon relationships, especially Christian community, joy, discipleship, exploration, and boundaries have expanded throughout our lives. But occasional thunderclaps of broken hearts and trauma, discord, grief, fear, and uncertainty have startled us and awakened a primal dread from time to time. Hopefully we've learned, too, that there are angels all around, especially in times of trouble. Our brief Bible study concluded with a review of the Revelation's two principal purposes, to instruct Christians in how to live the gospel, the seven letters to the seven churches, and to inform us of things to come so that we will not be so frightened because our Lord is the shelter in whom we live and move and have our being. Christ secured our eternal safety and taught us everything we need to know for abundant life in our times. 
We prayed after concluding our conversation and study, and this is what we said. Almighty God, King Jesus, life-giving spirit, into your hands we commend our spirits and those of all whom we hold dear in our hearts this day. Amen. Thank you.